Hi everyone, the complex PTSD guy here. I read a recent article in a science magazine and I want to share this with you. Later this evening, I will post this article to my Twitter account and my Twitter account is the complex PTSD guy. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I am talking about it. I'll start out by saying that today's topic is chronic stress and how this relates to a tendency to make high-risk decisions, which have high-risk consequences. So the article I'm referencing all of this to is from the magazine Frontiers in Behavioral Science, and the article is titled Individual and Social Behavior. It was published May 25th, 2020, and was written by Arish Mudra Rakshasha and Michelle T. Tong. Their work was done through the Neuroscience Program the Biochemistry Program and Department of Psychology at Earlham College in Richmond, Indiana, and the Neuroscience Program and Department of Biology at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. The key points that I want to share from this article relate a lot to my very first podcast. My first podcast was on isolation and getting out of isolation. They also relate to topics I have done on the importance of having that social network which for me is my poetry group. It's also the gym and my massage work environment at a spa. So this article talks about how mice and rats behave when they are isolated versus how they behave when they're living in a social setting with other mice and rats. They found that chronic stress increases when these rodents are isolated. And chronic stress leads to the mice and rats to engage in high reward decision-making, which leads to high-risk consequences. So for example, with humans, I'll use myself as an example. Since I was in my early 20s, I have had a high level of chronic stress. My go-to high-reward activity has primarily been spending too much money on eating out. It's the one thing I still do. Why? Because I feel so much stress so regularly, it is the one thing I feel is a break for me. It just makes me feel good. But the downside to this is it's also a high-risk activity because it leads to poverty. I rarely am able to keep my savings in a healthy place, and if there is an emergency, I usually am in a financial bind. The article also points out that the opposite is true. This actually relates to the past podcast on gratitude that I recently did, and I'll explain. So the article states that low-reward decision-making leads to a low-risk consequence. So let's say I only eat out once a month, even though I should save all I have until I have six months' worth of savings in my savings account. The low-risk consequence would be much, much lower here. Why? Because I would have much more in savings than normal. Maybe not the full amount for a full medical bill, but I would be more likely to have something worthy to pay towards it to begin with, rather than a very small amount or nothing at all to back me up and protect me if I was injured and unable to work and had no money coming in. The reason this goes back to gratitude is that a low-reward decision would mean I am being more grateful for something much smaller and how it makes me feel. The same goes for alcohol. Binge drinking is clearly a high reward activity with high risk consequences. 
by not drinking at all and focusing on what I am grateful for and engaging with those things, I would get a low reward for a low risk consequence. So I could go to a cemetery, which I mentioned is one of the things I'm grateful for because cemeteries never leave us and you can learn a lot about the past from the people there. The low risk consequence might be that I use more gas than I should have to drive out to the cemetery. But it's much better than wrecking my car because I was binge drinking to get that high reward feeling, right? Another key thing from this article relates to other podcasts as well. I've done several podcasts on how to improve our cognitive abilities. Well, this article states something very similar. It says that rats that are housed socially with other rats perform much better on spatial memory tests than those rats raised in isolation, suggesting that social interaction may improve or preserve basic cognitive functions. So that's a really big deal. The gist of all this is that having some sort of a healthy social group and particularly finding that space where you can genuinely bond with others is very important. Since so many people, from my experience, who have complex PTSD have high stress levels or chronic stress, this should be something you would want to seek out. It took a long time for me to figure out what social groups I really feel comfortable in, but like I said, it is now the poetry group, the gym, and my massage spa environment. Other groups that I have enjoyed in the past are art groups or just going to a coffee shop. Also, my online Talk Sober group is really helpful. It meets on Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central Time, and I feel like the people who chat in there, it's like we're kids on a playground during recess. It's our once-a-week time to relate and be carefree. It's a very healthy form of having a good social network. And it's not my group. This group is run by two guys named Marcus and Terry on YouTube. I just call it my group because I'm in it. I want to close with the point that I am still practicing getting out of that toxic mental loop that I've recently been talking about, and I really think that it's working. It takes time, and if you slip up, just forgive yourself and keep trying. I tend to beat myself up a lot if I slip up, so I have to just say, so what, and try again. It really is working, though. Like I said, I've begun recording TV shows that I really know nothing about, and I just focus on learning from them without judging them. It's really gotten my head in a better space. This week I'm going to try and engage with something I'm grateful for. One of the things on my list, if I ever get the urge to drink, I'll just go out and engage with it. That is all I have for today. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.